Hi, hello, and good evening. We have switched up the look of the pods. We can be spooky ookies because it is Halloween <laughs> Eve. Get sick. Oh, I don't know. Get sick. That's old. That's old. That's an old kind <laughs> of pettyism. That goes way back. That goes way back. That's some old heads. Um, but anyway, we're chatting Big Brother 25 tonight. Um, again, not much to report, right? Um, it's just much of the same. Matt and Jag, Jag and Matt. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but there were a couple of conversations that kind of came from the double that might be worth discussing. Uh, right, spooky vibes. Get your spook on. When I say spook, you say on. Sorry. <laughs> I had nothing. I had nothing. This did you get when you put me on the spot. <laughs> oh, God. But I'm not going to be the only one on the spot because Gina is on the spot tonight. There has been a birthday request um, from yeah. our first gentleman, John Dante, because it is his birthday. <laughs> Give it to him. Give it to him. John's birthday. Woo -you, woo -you. Yeah. And all John is looking for for his birthday, his one birthday wish is a simple little from the Lady Morgino. Listen, this is down, so chaotic. Deep down, we know we're not going to get that right, even though Matt <laughs> promised $20 to any charity if she would just drop the Lidl. She's got until the end of this stream to do so. She does not have to be put on the spot. She can just Lidl oh whenever she God. feels like it. She can just give it to us whenever we want it. Or when she's ready, but come on now. Um, <laughs> and literally, that is the most exciting thing that you're going to get out of this podcast tonight because Big Brother 25 is a snooze fest population five. Um, but we're going to get into it all. So let's just do it. Let's just do it. Clots, and I am joined as always by my festy besties, John Dunphy Fields and Gina Regino. No extra surname. And this is Strat Chat, <laughs> arguably your favorite reality TV podcast. So you can find us on the socials at Strat Chat Pod. Um, also, listen, find us on the Spotify, Audible, uh, App Podcast. We're all over the place. However, you want to receive us, we are there, ready to give it to you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Help me on tonight. Help me on tonight. Um, so, <laughs> on tonight. So, where do we begin with this? You know, this episode. Um, actually, there was there was some interesting things that kind of went on. We got to see all the conversations that happened during the double that obviously we were not privy to. You know, because we had to have commercials and things. Um, first, right out of the gate, shut up, America. You know, obviously, like you know, <laughs> she knew she, she knew she was in the hot water. Right? She's boiling. She's cooking. And, um, and she's like, listen, I won't put you up. I won't put you up. They knew it was bullshit, and they did. Um, so there was that whole thing. 
Um, I, what, what I'd like to discuss certainly is these three Felicia dramas, mm. you know, because, oh man, so many interesting conversations really around this. So apparently on day 70 something, Felicia had a conversation with Suri um, about Matt's potential interest for wanting to put Jack up. Um, and, you know, Suri did what she does. Not a word, just listening, not an mm, 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 mm. you know, <laughs> you know, that's all she gives you in her bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there was another conversation, obviously, that Suri now later, almost a month later, um, had with Matt about the importance of maybe trying starting to look at Jag as somebody that maybe, maybe we should be paying a little bit more attention to this person. May, may, what are you going to do here? Um, and Matt did agree that, you know what, it's, I, I, I do need to fire a shot at Jag. And like, what did you think of this? Because like, I, I don't think Suri is wrong. I don't, I, at this point, as much as I don't like it, I, I don't think that anyone has a shot sitting next to Jag. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, I don't think Suri did anything wrong by approaching mm -hmm. Matt and having a conversation with him. I think Sari's just got to stop. Well, it might be too late now, but Sari needs to just stop, like, telling Felicia anything, <laughs> like, because <laughs> it's not working. Um, but I, I yeah, I, I wish <sighs> Matt, this Matt and Jag thing, like, I, I can't, I can't stand it. I wish that you know we've watched Sari and Matt get close all season. And I, I wish that Matt would just listen to what Suri is saying and see that it's a smart game plan to be like, take your biggest competition out of here. Like, make the move. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I think, I think, well, the, I think the issue really is that we waited too long. We waited too long to kind of make that move against Jag, because even if you put and the the, up, the double was the perfect opportunity too, because he hadn't won veto. Like that was the time to do it. Right. And now that like that didn't happen, I don't think there will ever be a time. Yeah, I agree with that because he's going to play in every veto, whether you put him yeah. up or not. You don't have the benefit of a backdoor. You can't really think there are not enough moves and steps ahead to be thinking forward. Like we've run out of time. Um, I yeah. think it's too late. I do think, I think we great. got. Didn't we get in this episode too a conversation between Suri and Matt where uh, Matt was like, "I know I should take a shot at Jag. I just don't know if this is the week." And Suri was mm -hmm. like, "There are no other weeks. This right. is it. yeah. There's literally no weeks left." <laughs> and see, and that was spoken like a true recruit. As much as I love Matt, like that was like it, it's like what do you, you're just saying what you've learned to say to deflect yeah. the conversation elsewhere. <laughs> that doesn't actually mean- Like how like, how could it be too early when there's literally a week left in the game? Right, we're done. The game's <laughs> over. You know, everyone's rounding that last curve and <laughs> coming to the finish line. You, you waited too long, you waited too long. And all, all that will serve to do at this stage is piss him off. And he has statistically performed better than you in the majority of these carnival game competitions. And I make I make sure I highlight Carnival Game, all right? Because my man's yeah. an Olympian. <laughs> so y'all not gonna have him out in these streets as somebody who can't win things, okay? Well, and He's that's what the, the the two the two vetoes that he won were ones where he got to swim through stuff. So like, <laughs> right, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make well, sure that that's understood. Yeah, there was also an interesting conversation too. That well, I guess I think it was a DR that Matt had where 
he was considering going after Jag, but it was his veto win in the double eviction that made him reconsider because he felt like he was starting to get enough on his resume to be like an equal threat as Jag. But at this point, (laughs) it was only Matt's second veto win. And the only other thing he had won was the, um, Oh, I like the orange on the, on the ticker there. Uh, (laughs) Matt had won was, uh, was that power of invisibility thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't see how Matt all of a sudden feels like his resume. I feel like he's just now boosted his resume above everybody except for Jag. But uh, yeah. Mm, mm. So there's that. Kind of had to let that one lie. Uh, <laughs> another request has been made. Oh my god. <laughs> Matt wants to see our former president. And I do believe that that information is still here. Here he is. (laughs) I don't want to look anymore. And his inmate number is still saved. Yeah. (laughs) The the biggest loser in the country right Uh, there. I don't want to see his face no more. Get him out of here. There he is. I'm sick of looking at him. (laughs) I also, I wanted to pull up one other comment that I don't think got shown from Matt Blevins before when we were talking about surnames. Um, Oh, God. And it was this one. It was Gina Morgino Ball, if we don't get that Lidl. I think it was going around on Twitter, right? That people were finding out that Bowie Jane isn't even her real name. It's like Miranda Ball or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. And then she's been lying about her age for literally ever. <laughs> See, that's why I didn't show the comments because I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I was like, well, I'll yeah. be damned if I put something on the screen I don't know how to speak to. Yeah. <laughs> and pe- people, people found something from like, people found something from like 10 years ago where Bowie Jane was lying about her age then. So like Mm -hmm. people are finding out more and more that for the last like 20 years, Bowie Jane has just been lying about her name and her age to everyone. (laughs) Good day, Miranda. (laughs) What a mess, what a mess. Wasn't there also something else? Didn't somebody make, I think it was Felicia. I saw some clip on Twitter that talked about Bowie Jane, her age. Like, wasn't there something in there about like, oh, she keeps saying she keeps she's 50 years old. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> she's 40 something. It was something. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I hope somebody else validates me. Oh, um, my but, God. I'm sorry. But, no, it's OK. It's OK. It's something I saw on the tweeters. Oh, there, there's my uh, Levins. OK, OK, OK. Yes, thank you. Immediately validated. Yes, Yes, okay. I was like, uh uh, did I dream that? Things I really I wish happened. Am I manifesting in my dreams? (laughs) In my dreams. In my dreams. (laughs) Apparently it was retweeted. Okay. All right. Sending for verification. We love it. Thank you, Matt. Love it. Um (laughs) so there's that on that. Um, what else conversation-wise was interesting here? Um uh, Blue um, and Suri was one oh, that I found interesting. I did find that interesting too. Um, but first, what led us to that was also the conversation that you know, Blue and Felicia had in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, where basically Felicia silently, but also told her that like, listen, it's you. Like, I think she just held her hand and just nodded and like Blue understood what that meant. And she knew she was- Yeah, gone. she immediately was like, how long? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that actually that, that kind of made me feel bad because I don't think that Blue never actually moved against Jag or Matt, so it kind of felt 
even though I was over her DRs and I'm over so many of these other things, um, that felt sad to me because like the relationship between them seemed like legit, even though it had a nice again, end. Like, and, but th this is why like the DRs irk me so much because genuine blue, when we see her in these moments is so likable. Right. I loved this segment. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The I, real I blue is too. the one that we were hoping for from the beginning. Um, That's a blue I would have liked. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. like all that. I didn't like all the extra. I don't need kitty kitty purr. Unless you did as a joke where you're mocking yourself. Like, I'm, I'm down for, like, you know. Self-deprecation. Not, not, not to sound UK, but if you want to take the piss on yourself. <laughs> like, you wanna, that was at the forefront. If you want to do that, like, that's fine. But it never felt that way. Um, with Blue. Yeah. Like, it felt like she was being, like, legit. And it's like, but I know you're not. Like, so it's like, so please stop. Um, but. So when, you know, obviously Sari had now found out that Felicia, now we kind of touched on this, I think on Thursday, didn't we? Or maybe not. Maybe I was talking to my mom. So I was defending Felicia. Well, say more things so we know if we talk yeah, about Yeah, say more things, right. I'm, I'm having a whole conversation with myself. <laughs> um, so, you know, Felicia had, um, you know, she went to Jag and she told Jag that, you know, Sari had shared that Matt wants to move against you yeah. um, to kind of like plant some seeds, um, which I thought was actually, that's playing big brother to me. You know, if you can't win. Mm -hmm. We did talk about this. Yeah. Uh, so we did. So we did. Okay. Cause my mom was slamming Fletcher. Like, oh, get out of here. Oh, Fletcher. And it's like, mommy, no, that's all she can do. Cause she can't win. All right. she wants that mini golf thing that like was like, honestly, it's just because the way your ball ricocheted, okay? It's like, the, mm -hmm. right. let's not act like Felicia some calm beast, you know? So she's doing what she can. And um, and, I, and I thought it was a good move in that moment to kind of, well, information we've always said is currency. Right. Um, so, you know, obviously now Sari feeling a little miffed <laughs> about the fact that that happened um, and referring to oh, the, the toothless fairy strikes again. Oh, when I'm to iron round that. So many times. I screamed. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh God. But like, what else can Felicia do? Right. I, I still say she's sitting here and she's like, damn. Like, because she keeps saying, oh, I have this feeling that this is going to happen to me. I have this feeling that I'm going up. And it's like, but her feelings are not wrong. They're, you have to be able to clock the fact that no one is putting Suri on the block. Um, mm -hmm. You may not know why, but there's obviously a reason why. Why are you always the pawn? And if this final four that you have with Jack and Matt is so legit, then why wouldn't you let everyone get a taste of the block, especially when we're at like this situation? Yeah. Yeah. I think we all were like in agreement that it was a good move for Felicia to yeah. try to plant some seeds and, and talk to people. So um, between that and then the segment that we got uh, with, with Felicia pulling out all kinds of food from her robe. Yeah, she's been busy in there. <laughs> Love her so much. <laughs> just so much. I think it just also adds to the fact that we need to have more older people playing Big Brother. Like he is I've been comedy. Yes, I've been saying this like since Jerry actually. Um, what was that? BB ten mm. or eleven? Whenever yeah, that was. 10. Um, ten. Um, 
I don't know why we don't get more of them. Um, we've got the Golden Bachelor, right? We're, we're putting more of the the seniors <laughs> into these reality situations. Like, bring uh, them on. They, some, they like, give us older, great TV. We've got an older-ish house guest. I know, like, we had... Um, oh. What's his name? Kevin in BB-19? Who was, like, older. But, yeah. like, he didn't really give the same... No. No. We, I'm looking for 60-plus. When we're talking, when I'm talking older, I have I'm... no idea how old Kevin was. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either, but like, not the kind of character I'm looking for. Um, mm -hmm. It was also fun because, like, you know, yeah, Felicia is like really funny, but like Felicia bouncing off Sari as like these, like both of them, like the two older women of the house was what made it so much more fun, you yeah. know? Like, don't just give us, like, a older person. Give us, like, a couple. Yes, I want to see them vibe and click together. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was even a clip I saw on Twitter where, like, I, I think they were getting ready to play cards. They were going to play something. And Sri was like, uh-uh, Felicia, if you're going to be sitting, we're not playing on my bed because you'll be farting too much. If you're going to be farting, <laughs> we're going to play on your bed over there. She goes, okay, we can play over there. Like, she didn't even say, like, oh, no, we shouldn't. I'll be fine. <laughs> no. Uh -huh. <laughs> Oh, oh, Matt man. wants to know if we saw the clip of um, Felicia following her toenails on Sari's bed. I did see that. I did she not. Was like, she I was like, not. get out of here. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I definitely want to see. I want to see two moms, two fathers even. Like I want yeah. I want to see more older people. Yeah. Um, which certainly brings up the conversation of being a little bit more equitable with some of the competition. Yes, you know, I was we, just we, thinking about this. Like we yeah. all agree that we like having some older people in the cast and like i think we celebrated the fact early in the season that like this the average age of this cast is you know one of the oldest we've had in a long time if not the oldest cast yep. we've ever had like average age wise and if mm -hmm. you're gonna do that which people seem to like but if you're gonna have people that are 50 plus 60 plus in the game you have to make the comps equitable because at this stage right. of the game, what are two 60-year-old women going to do against an Olympian that's in his 20s? Like, Absolutely. Yeah, of I, course. Like, uh, of course we need a range of competitions. Yeah, there's going to be some physical competitions. Give us more crapshoots that anybody can win. Give us more of, like, the mini golf and, like, that kind of stuff that, like, anybody can take that. Yeah, I just, you know, again, I don't want to be the contrarian. I don't want to be always be the dissenter. But, like, we keep saying that, and I, and, I, and I don't disagree, especially because we put an Olympian in there. But when you look at Felicia's performance during the veto in the double, like she did better than most other people. The only person she didn't do better than was the Olympian. Like yeah. she did better than Jag in that competition. She did better than Bowie in that competition. She there had two balls. There should be in. more of a variety, though. Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. No, that, that is right. certainly them, but true. Give me a wider range. I just yeah. don't want you to count out my mamas and grandmamas. All right. They absolutely. Can, absolutely. They can absolutely right. do it. Yeah, that's all. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, because I, I would have no problem with this comp this exact competition still being in this season if we just had more variety of competitions around it. You know, mm -hmm. like yeah. mm -hmm. and, and I do feel like maybe the timing of it has to be worked out more. Like maybe this is the type of veto that happens, you know, only during the first double eviction when there's more people in there and more players that could potentially win it. Like if it seems a little weird to do it at this stage where there's like five, six people left and one is well, Matt I mean, and, and two, you know, half of the players are, are in the 60 that, or older competing against an Olympian. Mm. Like, I don't know. That's the thing though, is like whether or not the cast is older, once you get to these end game competitions, they do 
statistically skew more physical. Once you get to like this stage of the game, you do get the majority physical competitions. And even if there is a mental competition, there's a physical component. Like we've seen, uh, like the rock wall was in uh, All Stars, where like, yeah, it was like a mental thing and knowing the days and knowing what happened when, but you still had to scale a whole rock wall and put things in places or like a foot race mm -hmm. or something like to that yeah, effect. Or even if there one. is a mental component, one. it still is physical. We're like, now the issue is instead of just the end game competitions being physical, in this season, it's just been the entire season. Like, I feel like we've very rarely gotten anything that wasn't a physical competition. And the few times we did is when we've seen like a Bowie Jane and a Felicia win, you know? Right. I'm excited to talk to you guys about the the HOH comp uh, that we got in this episode. Just since we're talking about this. Um, well, I'm glad you're excited about it. Because guess what, babes? That's where we are. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't much more that really came like before that you know this was all the the double fallout not all the things that we didn't see i really do think that we covered all of that um so yeah. this competition i really did feel like was very very much equitable this was not a physical competition um this saw us back in the comic verse um everybody had like i think it was three three little paddles yeah. with their bb comics face on it you just had to roll a ball down and knock people out before you did so you had to call out who you intended to hit. Um, I love these competitions because it forces people to show their cards. Um, and that's it. Obviously, Bowie Jane was hosting this competition because she could not compete. So we saw um, Suri, Felicia, Jack, and Matt um, competing for HOH in this one. Um, what did you think of this? I thought this was super fair. This is basically a, like a glorified ski ball. Yeah. And Suri was so close to winning this one too. Like and that was what I loved about it. Like it gave her an opportunity to really be good at a competition finally right. for like the first this time is, all season. Yeah. This is what we're looking for. This is what it should be. Yeah. It mm -hmm. was very satisfying to watch her knock, knock out Jag. You know, we finally got a competition where Suri beat Jag. You know, mm -hmm. like it's like why can't we have we get more of this sprinkled in throughout the season? You know, like um you know, kind oh. of shake things up a little bit. Yeah, there's a few interesting things to get into with the way the dynamics of this whole thing went. Um, it definitely looked to, to me oh, like Suri tried to spread out her targets to make it look like mm -hmm. she wasn't really targeting anyone specifically. Um, still to the chagrin of Felicia. Right? <laughs> Felicia did not like the fact that like Suri said her name at all, but like if you take a step back and look at this objectively, you can clearly see that she's just trying to play the field properly. I could see what she said that's... literally everyone's name. Yeah, she said everyone. Like, what what do you want here? Like, she's trying to do the best she can. <laughs> and I just loved like because early in the episode, you know, earlier in the episode, we get Felicia running up to Jag and spilling the beans on how Suri just said that Matt might take a shot. And like the way that Felicia phrased it too, it wasn't just that like Suri told me that Matt mentioned he might take a shot at you. It mm. was Felicia going to Jag and being like, Suri told me that the two of them, her and Matt, were talking about taking you out. And then now you have Felicia <laughs> has the nerve to be like, Suri, what are you doing going after my targets? It's like, Felicia, you were actively throwing Suri under the bus. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, you don't think there's a chance that could have gotten back to Suri? Like, maybe that's why she doesn't feel so, like, Oh, I can't touch Felicia. She's my girl. She's my my ally. <laughs> right. You haven't been seeing her as your girl, your ally, right? So how dare you expect her to? Um, yeah, yeah. 
Um, there's a few things to get into after this competition, actually. Um, so Matt wins, right? Yeah. Matt wins. Um, I guess whatever to that. Um, where do we go from there, though? Because um, there, I feel like there were a few interesting conversations, especially with when you're looking at Suri and how she's doing things. Um, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so Matt had said all along that he would never put Suri up. Right. If I'm HOH, if I'm in control of things, you are never going to see the block. Um, and obviously, like we all watched the episode, this is not a spoiler. You know, that is not how the night ended. Um, and Matt's reasoning for this is that, like, I have to draw a line in the sand. Um, and I want to roll here with Jag and Bowie Jane because um, they have demonstrated to me that they would not put me up that that those are his final thoughts as he was walking back into the pantry storage room whatever you want to call it um you know with his nomination block you know um r.i.p the wheel i thought we would see it at some point being the fact that this was supposed to be yeah. an anniversary season <sighs> matt says liar out of the wheel right <laughs> listen i know this is not how the fields family should be behaving however this is still a game and as much as, listen, after what Felicia did, sharing that information with Jag and that getting back to him, in a game sense, never mind their relationship and how, and clearly they have a personal relationship that is obviously worth something. But in a game point of view, you know, Suri made this argument that like, I've had your back before Bowie came into the picture. I guess I would challenge that a little bit and say, like, in what way? You know, because you've never really been in power. So you've never really been in a position to demonstrate this protection of me. So when I'm down to final five, am I really going to just, like, rely on the personal relationship that we have? Because, like, if I'm playing Uno, if I'm playing Sorry, I'm only I'm. I'm only going to be aligned with the people who have demonstrated something back to me. And because you've won nothing, at this stage, it's just Bowie and Jag. Yeah. So, you know, we've discussed a lot this season about Suri, um, you know, maybe throwing some competitions to kind of leave her name out of it so she's not the one making decisions. But... Is, is that a misstep in the Big Brother universe? You know, because in Survivor, you can kind of do that and just kind of like let it go. But, well, not even because you're just doing immunity challenges, right? And you don't actually have any power over anything that's going on. But in this world, you need that power as risky as it can be to show that you're one that can be trusted to the people who you are saying are closest to you. So have we misstepped? Hmm. I absolutely agree with that, hundred percent. Like you, oh thank you God! Don't... <laughs> I was like, it's true. I you know, you... think this really good. I'm nervous because you know, anytime no, you it's... talk about it at three, they want to cancel you. No, but it, it's it's true. You know, like you yeah. you see all the time people saying, "I don't want to show my cards. I don't want to show my cards." And yeah, if you're the kind of person that's in a thousand final twos, maybe yeah, you don't want to show your cards. But in a situation like this, it's like, okay, well, I now have data to support the fact that these people will not put me up because they had the opportunity to and didn't. 
I do not have that same data with you. I don't know what you would do because you've never had the opportunity to put me up if you wanted it's to. It's never been tested. So she's saying, I, I've had your back since, you know, since beginning, since before Bowie's part of the picture. Like, okay, but like, I don't know those conversations you were part of where you kind of kept my name out of things. I don't doubt that Sari did, you know, because that's what her game is. Her game is so socially strong. She is so good at diverting people from what they think their target is going to be and making it something else. Like that's- And that, that's one of the reasons too why, like I always say, winning with a good social game is a thousand times more impressive to me. If you have won zero competitions, but you win the game socially, that is so much more impressive to me than if you just run Absolutely. out of the end. Because yeah. being able to socially navigate through this game is infinitely more difficult than just winning competitions and keeping Absolutely. yourself safe. But because it is so difficult, there are so many nuances that you have to be able to navigate through. Yeah. And you have to be able to speak to them. You need to be able to speak to certain situations where that social strategy really um, saves someone or really serves the other person. Um, and I think that's a that's a huge challenge in a game that is this long because it's like how do you, how do I prove that some of the actions and steps that I took were not self serving? This was in benefit of you. Whereas yeah. when I'm in power and I don't put you up, you are showing some cards. It, do, it doesn't matter like really where you are in the game. Well, it, it, well, it does a little bit because the, the longer you go, obviously, the less cards you have in your hand, right? <laughs> but like if, if you're never in that decision-making position, I, I, think, I, I think you struggle a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. kind of what this is. What do you mean you've had my back? Do I know that? I know you're a survivor legend. Right. Are you working me over? <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I think uh, you both are totally right. I don't, I, you know, I can't argue with anything that you said. I feel like uh, the only thing that Sari could have done, uh, you know, the only thing that she did, I mean, that could be considered like any sort of help to Matt and Jag was, and she really didn't have a huge influence in this because Matt won the, that power way back in the beginning of the game um and that week jag was in danger and i know that sari was trying to rally votes for jag to stay and because she was close with matt uh you know she found out like that he had the power to save jag she was you know reinforcing to him like yes you should definitely use the power to save jag uh, but that's so long ago now and it's not like sari had the power it was really just like her kind of building trust and building a relationship with Matt and, and like sh encouraging him to use the power to save Jag. So like, that's like the only thing that you could point to that like shows that she was on Matt and Jag's side earlier in the game, but it's so long ago. And like, it so was ultimately Matt that used the power. So like, you know, that's like the only thing that I could like tie Sari, Matt and Jag to in the game at all from before this point in the game that we're at now. Yeah. And we barely remember that. So do they? Yeah. Mm. Like, to be fair, as rapidly as this game changes, like, do they even remember that any of that happened? Like, I didn't sure. until you said it. It's like, oh, right, right. Yeah. If I was in the house living with these changing dynamics that happen, like, daily or almost even, like, every eight to 12 hours. <laughs> like, I, I, I can't say that I even remember actions like that. Yeah. 
I also want to, since we're talking about the uh, saving of Jag 2, I don't want to totally get us off of the topic that we were on, but I do want to circle back to this comment from Matt. Um, and he was saying, you know, this is why if I ever play Big Brother and I get the chance at power, I'm targeting a comp beast 100%. And what is so frustrating about this season in particular is that they did, production just canceled three of the evictions, so it didn't matter. Heisem, comp beast, target him, evicted him, never came back. Jag, comp beast, targeted him, evicted him. His eviction didn't matter, and now he's still here, even though the house evicted him. Cameron, comp beast, evicted him. Eviction canceled, came back. Jared, evicted him. Eviction canceled, came back. This cast did the thing where, okay, we have to get all the strong competitors out first. We have to get all the people who can win out at the end first. And they did it with four people. But unfortunately, this season three of the four competition beasts came back. So the production kind of dropped the ball on this because the cast did do what they're supposed to do. And they cut all of the people who could win out at the end of the game weeks ago. They just canceled mm. all those evictions. Jag should have been gone pre-jury. Yeah, That's very fair. That is absolutely fair. Um, the only hole in your story is that in that, you kind of lumped Jared into the comp beast category. I know you heard it. You heard it too. You heard it too. I saw it in your face as you were delivering the, the argument. <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous, but unfortunately, like even though he won by default for most of them, he, he was consistently win. winning. He, it, he, he, he win. was still a right. quote unquote right. competition beast, you know? No, I just wanted to poke a hole in that, like, you know, just for the for the comedy of it. I, I couldn't even say, I literally, for everybody, I was like, this person, cop beast, evicted him. I couldn't even say it with a straight face. I was like, Jared, gone. Like, <laughs> yeah, let me just rush past that. Let me just rush past that. But it does, it counts a little bit, but not the same. <laughs> I just want Do to you think, this is, to this is totally off topic, but when Jared was, was finally officially evicted from the game, I noticed, mm -hmm. I believe it was actually, uh gina's beau josh martinez tweeted like uh sorry you know sorry you're evicted uh jared can't wait to have you on the challenge i don't really see jared doing very well on the challenge like we're talking about his not really being a comp beast you know like not really being one do you think that jared would do well on the challenge i don't really see it honestly <laughs> so hard to gauge how someone would be on the challenge by watching them on big brother because the competitions are night and freaking day absolutely and that yeah i totally agree with that who knows no. because again we always say that big brother is carnival games on the challenge you're playing real games so like i don't know jared physically really right because he didn't really do anything physical um everything that he won it was because he didn't look enough clues and someone else got clues wrong um, <laughs> like it was always like these silly things so like i don't know like i'd be interested to see what he does yeah um i will well, never i would never you know look asconce at like a yeah. fields family member joining us somewhere else you know yeah yeah um, matt commented here well did you all see the supposed cast for usa3 so no and whatever it is it's probably false all right it's only yeah October. i don't it, it's too early for me to exactly. actually take way, any way too early <laughs> but you can dm me with, with the thoughts <laughs> as soon as yeah. it's a conversation either way but you know i don't know um but okay, so you know, Matt won the HOH after that BB comic first competition. Um, and even after the conversations that he had with Suri, we still saw um Suri on the block next to Miss Felicia. And that's really how Sunday's episode ended. Um, 
Was there anything else in that episode that we need to like touch on? Uh uh, a hand is raised. The birthday boy I said, just <laughs> stop. Um your breaks. I, got I just something get, else. I just want to get everyone's thoughts on Matt getting a letter from Riley oh, for his oh, oh, almost out of the woods. Oh, Kyle liked it. I did like it. You didn't like it. I saw John didn't like it. I thought Gina might be on my side. You didn't like it. Here's here's the thing. I wanted to like it so badly. However. Because <laughs> I love love. But it's just like, Riley was only in there for two weeks. He has known this woman for two weeks and he hasn't seen her in like 10 years. However long the season's been going on. And... Before she left, when he kind of confessed that he had a crush on her, we low-key saw her, like, friend zone him. Like, and that was the end of that. And then he's been talking about Riley the rest of this game as if she is the love of his life when they literally knew each other for two weeks and haven't seen each other since. All of a sudden, over the last, like, week or so, and, and maybe this has been happening for longer, but I've only been aware of it for, like, a week or so, Riley has been, like, going live on social media and yeah. cheering on Matt during his competitions and all this stuff that like we've never seen before we've never heard her talking about him on social media and nothing like that now there's like pictures of Riley with Matt's mom and I don't know I I, I haven't seen every single season of Big Brother but I certainly have never seen a past house guest write an HOH letter for yeah, somebody who won okay. I've never seen that yes. happen and I thought I, that was very weird and a lot of people are speculating, and I am not totally opposed to it, that this is a little bit of like production manipulation because we've seen Matt make decisions based on, oh, this is what Riley would have wanted. That Riley would have wanted me to do right. this. And now that he's getting this confirmation, oh, Riley likes me, Riley's cheering me on, Riley feels the same way as I do about her, I think it affected his decisions right. of what he was going to do I, with this HOH. Yeah. I saw a lot of people on Twitter and social media saying like that this Riley letter had an, a, a direct impact on some of the decisions that Kyle, uh, that, um, oh my God, I said Kyle because your name says Kyle Petty Klotz. So I saw his <laughs> last name. Um, so I saw a lot of people though saying that decisions that Matt are making, like they feel like are being directly impacted by this letter. And I do think it's weird that like you probably come into this game, right? With like a, an approved list of friends and family members that can write you a letter and so now for a player that's still in the house to be able to get a letter from another castmate that was in the house with you on the season i don't know it just something feels really weird about it to me like, i don't really like it i think it's a little weird. and again like it, it's it's not like you know now you know if America was still in the house and she got a letter from Corey, you know, like that, I would be like, all right, that's annoying, but I can at least see that because there was like a very close personal relationship there. Riley was in the house for like 10 minutes. I don't, it, it's very strange to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. I, I, I can't combat everything that was presented here. Um, obviously, I want to defend my man, even though I was a little jealous that he was talking about Riley and not me. But I had to remind <laughs> myself, he doesn't know you yet. <laughs> so who knows <laughs> what can happen down the line. <laughs> but I, okay, I am not going to say that Swaggy wrote a note to Bailey. But there was certainly some of this going on, like at least during that season as well. 
Um, Swaggy met all of Bailey's family while she was still in the house. It was all of that. And we got that proposal during the finale. Um, and then we also came to find out, you know, that Bailey had been pregnant in the house, um, you know, and had the troubles that she had. Um, so it's not like there hasn't been a precedent for some of this, like, before. Um, and I definitely did think that, like, whatever production may feel like was... It may feel like a little forced from production, but at the same time, Riley did go to meet the mom. Like that certainly means something. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I, feel I like just feel like, like they the... shouldn't know about that until the game is over, though. Which was the difference, right? With with Swaggy and Bailey, it's not like the, it's the, not the, like the anybody other knew too. that this was going on on outside the house. Now, Bailey like... didn't find out beforehand. Did she? I guess not, because she went to jury first. No, she was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And All I, right. say, I, I guess that like is the, a the other, I guess we knew. She just didn't. Okay. The other difference was I feel like Swaggy, the moment he came out of the house, was like, All right, I'm in love with this woman. And like we saw him like consistently from the moment he was evicted to the moment he proposed, talking about being with her family, all this stuff. This Riley stuff, I feel like happened within the last like week. You know, like we haven't been seeing her consistently. I, I, again, maybe if you're following her more closely on social media, that's not the case. But to my knowledge, like it didn't really seem like this was like a consistent through line from her eviction to now. It just seems like all of a sudden now Riley's on board and now she's sending him a letter, you know? Is it also that maybe she was trying listen, and I, I don't follow her on the socials. Right? I, I didn't want to acknowledge her because I want to be her, um, at least in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a little jealous, <laughs> you know, but... <laughs> Is it also possible that maybe she left the house and kind of kept up that attitude because she didn't know how that was going to carry on? Because we have seen in other seasons of Big Brother where somebody was like, somebody flat out said, I don't know what season it was. This is when Gina first in introduced me to the show when I was watching things in the blur. I remember there was somebody who said, do not embarrass me. Like, if you're with me, you're with me. If you're not, you're not. But don't make me look stupid on TV. It was, was it Bella. Natalie? It was Nick and Bella. It was Nick and Bella. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Nick and yes. Bella. And she's like, don't embarrass me. And he was like, no, nah, no, nah, never, 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 never. And like, he absolutely And then he did. went to jury and hooked up with Kat Dunn. Yeah. Yes. So That's like, right. That's maybe, right. Is it possible that Riley left the house in, in the same manner and then was hearing some of the things that Matt was saying on the feeds and all that? Like, oh. This is legit. Like maybe, maybe he does like me a little bit more. Maybe I, maybe I should try a little bit. Maybe I should try something. Is that possible? I, I just feel like it, it's weird because a lot of people on Twitter too have been complaining about how much Matt has consistently like continued to talk about Riley all throughout the game. Like a big complaint, especially right when Corey left, was people were talking about how Matt was like saying to Jag and Bowie and people like that that like oh. Uh, him and Riley had a better showmance than Corey in America ever did, and all this kind of stuff. So, like, he's been tall, he's been bringing up Riley for a long time, like for weeks. Like, I don't he think never that stopped this, talking about, yeah, her. like, I don't think that this is a new thing. Like, just in the last couple of weeks, Matt's been talking about Riley again, and now he's doing better in the game. So, Riley decided, like, like, it seems like he's been consistently talking about her, but she hasn't been a factor like on the game like sending a letter to the house and meeting his mom until this week as far as we know i still just want to challenge back a little bit <laughs> again not necessarily this is what i want right i want i want this whole story to end with matt with me 
But like, yeah. what? <laughs> isn't it also possible that she was sitting back like, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to look stupid in case this changes. Um, and now that it got it's to so, speed, yeah. we're like, we're down to this few people. It can't change. This guy is still talking about me. Like every little insecurity that I have, I guess I can let it go. I, I, I can't even as an anxious person, I cannot resolve within myself that this is not really so. And like, I, I mean, can, it's yeah. not impossible. That's all I wanted. Thank you. No, yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I just I, want a sliver of hope. A sliver of hope. It's I, uh, no, I agree with that. I think, I think everything you're saying is, is totally valid. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's all I wanted. So I wanted a little hope for Matt and Riley. Not that I want that much, right? You can Could try you imagine? it. If it failed, come to Hampton Bays. <laughs> Could you, you so much could food you imagine, <laughs> could you imagine if the season ended and Corey and America broke up immediately and Matt and Riley got married? <laughs> That's not the scenario I hope you were presenting. I thought you were like, can you imagine if you got to have dinner with Jake <laughs> and Matt? <laughs> No, listen, I am so on board with this conversation because that means Jake is for me, honey. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I live a poly life. I don't see why we can't all sit around the table. You and can't have, a have nice it all, meal. Kyle. Something should be for yes, me. Yes, I most certainly can. There's a plenty of men for you. These are the two I earmarked. Let me have mine. Just be earmarked. <laughs> the two I earmarked. They've been flagged. KP, thank you. Oh, man. <laughs> so stupid. Ah, <sighs> oh, shit. Where are we? I That oh. was so I derailed everything because all, <laughs> we were ready to do the spoilers. Okay. Well, I am yeah. ready. And we're, and we're right back there. We're right back there. Um, it was I like a 10 minute, 10 minute derailment. That's all right. That's all right. I, mean, I liked it. I hope yeah. Angela, Angela from Facebook is still there. Hey, Angela, we're ready to get into spoilers, babes. Um, so here it is. If you don't want to be spoiled, get the hell out of here. You can follow us on the socials at Stratched Pod. Um, we're going to come back to Blue Sky. We don't know when. I keep saying the sky is a clue in blue. They're not. Dead, dead. <laughs> All right, nothing, nothing. I, I guess they're blue. Certainly not raining. There's no content coming. Um, but that's <laughs> that's that. That's that. Um, we are going to move into spoilers. So if you don't want to know who won veto and you don't want to know how the veto meeting went, because that went down today, get out of here. Um, share with a friend. Like, subscribe. Um, what else is coming up before you go, before you go, we're going to be back here at 1115, <laughs> uh, wrapping up the rest of the week in big brother 25, um, on Wednesday, at some point I'm dropping the next consider me chuffed, right? It's just me talking to myself, hopefully talking to you. If you give me a gander, we're talking about big brother UK. Um, it's been a lot of fun, very different, very fun. It's on six times a week. It's quite a commitment. That's why I don't know when I'm coming back with the next one. There's a lot going on. Um, that's coming on Wednesday. Um, but first, we're also picking up the Challenge 39. Um, we're going to be reviewing episodes one and two. That's going to be on Thursday at 10.15. All right, so Big Brother 25 will end. You'll have a tinkle. You'll get a drink. You'll get a snack. And you'll come sit down and have a chat. Um, so that's the way the week is looking. Um, and now we're spoiling, okay? You got plenty, plenty I know. Where is Liz? That's what we're saying. Yeah. I don't know what's going what's on. It? Liz, 
She I was here before. Because right? Liz Wasn't is, she here before? No, no. Liz is done with Big Brother 25. She had she made this post. This is our good friend Liz. Um, she um, our best girlfriend. You know, she's always here. <laughs> but I think she's had enough. I think she's done with Big Brother 25. She had basically posted a farewell post on Twitter. A lot of people have really decided they're done. <laughs> she's like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Um we invested yeah, I mean, we're not leaving, so we're still here. So this, that's why this is not. But um, I gotta tell you, this season sucks. <laughs> so. It doesn't suck. It just has a rough end. It has a rough end, but that's okay. Um, it started so well. It did. It did. You know, R.I.P. Heisman and Izzy. They were really giving us. They were giving us the goods. Um, I do have this little thing here, um, from our friends. BB live updaters. I love the graphics they provide us. They kind of give us the stats that we need. This is what's going on in the house. We already know that Matt won HOH, put up Suri and Felicia. That was as a result of, you know, obviously Sunday's episode. Um, Jag won the POV, super uninteresting, um, and did not use it. So we've got Felicia and Suri still on the block. And the conversations that we've been seeing are basically looking like Suri is going to be the one leaving us this week. Um, but I didn't see any real, like, game conversation around this. It was really just like, this is just what we know. This is the, these, these are the facts being presented. Um, is there anything that kind of went down um, that maybe I missed? That I remember seeing a clip. Like, how did we get here? Well, I do remember. I don't remember. I don't know exactly how we got here, but like I do remember seeing a clip um, that somebody had shared on Twitter of Bowie, Jane, Jag, and Matt all in the HOH room together, and they were talking about getting Suri out. And I guess they're still trying. I guess Matt anyway is still trying to convince Suri that she's not uh, the target, even though I think that she's kind of like figured it out uh, from what I've been seeing. But in this particular clip, Jag was talking about like, oh, yeah, we're going to blindside Suri's ass and blah, blah, blah. And like um, and they were all and, and, and then Bowie Jane was like bringing up like, oh, yeah, uh, you know. It was Suri and uh, it was Suri that like wouldn't flip the vote to save Riley and blah blah blah. And then Matt was talking about that too, like yeah, that goes all the way back to Riley. Like they were like bringing up all this stuff that didn't matter anymore, um, and, and like kind of blaming Suri for it and like just plotting their revenge on Suri and getting her out and blindsiding her. But I don't think it's going to be a blindside for Suri. I think because apparently Felicia was like giving her pictures people were seeing and like as if it was like saying like goodbye like take this with you and like you, know, you should keep this stuff like that um so i i don't know and i think suri's ready to go anyway <laughs> i don't think suri cares anymore no i think suri's had enough after izzy and jared left i think i think she's been done <laughs> um i did see some fan art that i found to be interesting um, oh, i forgot I was, you had this <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Obviously, there are obviously some people out there that are trying to petition for Suri to win America's Favorite Player. Um, and they came up with this. People are already petitioning. You know, don't let The Walking Dead win. Vote Suri for AFP. Oh, I do like that it rhymes. I like that it rhymes. Um, what do you think of it? Is Suri your AFP this season? Oh, it's in my last I name. I feel like you she know, has. No, she's mine. <laughs> she has the entire Survivor audience. I feel like they're going to be hard pressed to get anybody else's AFP. 
Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Suri does not have my vote on lock. Oh, who's got your vote? The person who I would like to vote for will not win. Unfortunately, they left too long ago, but that doesn't mean that they are undeserving. And the person that I would select as my favorite player is Izzy. She gave us gold on the feeds. Mm -hmm. She has given us amazing memes. But again, unfortunately, unfortunately, the casuals do not know anything about Izzy's game. I know. And that's what I'm saying. So I think she's kind of out of the running. Yeah. She's not going to win. But that for me deserves to win. The feeds took a steep decline the second she walked immediate. out of the immediate. immediate they were still fun for a little bit but not nearly as fun as they were and now the feed i couldn't even care less i couldn't care less i have not been compelled to look at the feeds in weeks yeah and i think it's because of izzy's departure i really do um and that would be where my vote goes um but yeah yeah Unfortunately, I, I know she's not going to get it, but I think she deserves it the most. I, I don't think that's uh, that's that's incorrect to say at all, because I, I think I and I think that I would have thought I would have been thinking more about giving votes to Izzy, I guess, uh, if I felt like she had more of a shot, I guess. But right. I kind of want to I kind of want to put all my votes on Suri. Cause I feel like we're gonna get a lot of Corey in America votes. We could end up seeing a lot of Cam votes. And I oh think my God! America votes Exactly. We have Cameron. I think the casuals are really hot on Cameron. I would rather vote for Cameron than Corey or America. Yeah. Not because I actually like him more, but because I felt like he did more for the game that made it entertaining as a viewer. Like there, it depends on what you want to vote for. What's your motivation? Is he actually my favorite? No, but I did enjoy when he had some power because you legit did not know what was going to happen. And I thought that was exciting, you know, because he was so well, on the I mean, of everything. Like it did make for good TV. It's, it's not even just that the casuals are really, and it, again, we've said it a thousand times. It's a really great arc. The casuals love his underdog story of like how many times he was on the outs or literally evicted. And like his game just kept like, he kept bouncing back, bouncing back, bouncing back. And ultimately he ended up going to jury. But like that sequence of gameplay really resonated with the casual viewers. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. And he's going to, and he's going to continue to get um, attention now because like, we're going to be getting jury segments very yeah. soon. So like, even if he hasn't been around, even if you haven't seen much of him, you know, everybody's going to remember what he did earlier in the game. And then they're going to still be seeing his face uh, during jury segments. So. Yeah. <laughs> Matt wants to know who Zach is voting for, for AHB, you know, Zach being, um, you know, Zach from survivor, you know, Corey's brother. <laughs> oh, he's voting for. Um, yeah. I would love to know who he's voting for too. I think that could be very interesting. Um, <laughs> stop the steal. <laughs> That's really all I have. I did have some other fan art though that I thought was worth sharing. Um, because we are all anticipating the exit of the Lady Fields, and somebody made this you know, Suri, <laughs> the series finale, <laughs> Thursday at <laughs> nine. We have this glamorous photo, her with the high bun, um, a fur coat. 
working everything she has. She got all those jewels that she wanted from winning the, from the traders. <laughs> but, if <you're> looking, <laughs> but if you look in the background here, the pictures that we are seeing are honestly like just so hysterical. They are unreal. <laughs> It is just so so good, Matt. As a child on on the mantle, we I did need Gina to confirm that off stream. Um, the black and white photo of Felicia and three on the top, just a, a random headshot of Felicia and and Izzy. Yeah. Um, I, it's just I mean there are so many things to take out of this that are like so good. I love her in the fur coat, but like there's a part of me that I would have loved like maybe on the left hand side just to balance it out. I want to see her in that gray bathrobe, the robe, <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, just laying up in bed telling Felicia to get out of here if you fought and all over the place. Like <laughs> <laughs> but this was great. This is great. Um, that's all. I don't even know where this came from. I just found it and hit save immediately because it was just very just funny. Good. Yeah, it was very good. It was very good. Um, um, the only thing that I have was, so a lot of people have been complaining on social media about how Matt, Jag, and Bowie have now been treating Sari and Felicia. Apparently, the three of them have just been up in the HOH room like isolating Sari and Felicia have not been talking to them. Uh, Bowie's been kind of rude being like, oh yeah, all the wine, like we should just drink it ourselves and keep it from Bowie and Felicia and say we're saving it. And like, they're doing things like that. Apparently like Matt had a comment here that they just plan to make Felicia all paranoid. And um, apparently they've just been making a lot of like not so nice comments behind their backs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it got they to were the also, point. They, they, were, they were talking oh, about yeah, yeah. like keeping keeping Felicia up the night before the HOH, like pots and pans and stuff to make it so Felicia can't sleep so that she can't win the HOH, but like what? do it in like the meanest way possible. Like, That's right. horrible. What are you, Tanisha from Bad Girls Club? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I also had this other video here. I just- Oh yeah, I definitely uh, want to see that. Yeah. So because what we're, the, what, you know, what we're talking about now- well, I like all of you oh. am disappointed. Boop, boop, boop. Sorry. <laughs> With this treatment of Sari and Felicia, um, people have been pretty upset about it. And it actually prompted Heisem to post this video on uh, on his own social media. So this is what he had to say about it. Well, I, like all of you, am disappointed at the behaviors of Matt, Jag, and Bowie Jane towards Sari and Felicia. I think that it crosses a line between gameplay and cruelty. Similar to the Stanford experiment where those individuals who had power over those who were powerless acted out of character. I am hoping that that also applies here. And only time will tell. I look forward to meeting them all at the finale. So yeah, Heisem not too thrilled with what's been going on. Um, is that just over the wine or what is that? No, I think no, it's, it's just it's the been collective like... behavior. Yeah, like the, the collective uh, comments they've been making, things they've been saying, the isolating of Sari and Felicia and just staying in the HOH room and locking them out, uh, like things like that. Uh, like Gina was Which saying, also, keeping it's, it's, Felicia it's been... up all night. Like it, It's been at its worst this week. They're definitely like really, really getting particularly mean this week. But it has been kind of like a reoccurring theme for the last couple of weeks, at least with Matt and Jag talking about Specifically, yeah. Felicia and Sari. Um, I, I had seen other people complaining about it, uh, 
in other weeks too, because Matt and Jag have just always had the power and been safe and they've been kind of able to just say whatever they've wanted and treat people however, however they've wanted. And um, this week though, seems to be people saying that it's, you know, particularly bad or whatever. Uh, I haven't seen all of it. I've just seen a lot on social mm-hmm. media and I was surprised that people had felt it was apparently bad enough that you're even getting videos from some other cast members of the season, like Heisen. Right. So, well, right. there's also been, there were some comments made about like, the cooking and the cleaning and stuff and like the fact that like that's why they're keeping Felicia around because who else is supposed to cook for me like that you know as if like that's her only worth in the game and like they were even talking about America saying like ah, I don't think that she uh is capable of being you know she says that she's uh whatever it was like a receptionist administrative assistant whatever it was they were like I don't think she can be doing that like she doesn't even know how to like cook or do laundry like there's no way that she's smart enough to do that and like I don't know, just the, the way that they've been talking about the women in general as of late has not been great. Yeah, and they've gotten such big heads themselves. Like, there was a conversation that Jag, Matt, and Bowie Jane were all having in the, the kitchen when I guess they really, really solidified their final three. And I remember Bowie at one point, too, like, we're the only ones who have made it through the game and not gone back on our word and, and all this stuff. And then I'm thinking, like, didn't Bowie Jane take out Cameron, like her biggest ally who she was supposed to be working with? Like, get out of here. <laughs> the problem is that they, they, they feel untouchable because they've been in power so consistently. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's so many different ways to kind of go with that argument. Because one can also say that maybe I played some things correctly because I put myself in a position where I'm in a house with people who don't win competitions. Right. But like, Bowie, I'm so tired of her. Like I, I, I've been trying to, you know, like find some version of this game where she is validated, you know, and I, and, and I'm struggling to find it more and more and more as things go on. Like, yes, she is in all these different conversations, and no one really cares if she's there or not. But like, she also like is not doing anything with the information that she's receiving. When she wins power, she's not making a move based on the information she's gotten. And it's like, I do see a world where Bowie makes it to final two. Hmm. If Matt wins that that final, you know, that that final three HOH, I can see him saying, like, you know what, I can't go with Jag. I need to go with Bowie. Well, and actually, then I what happens in that scenario? Like, I have Bowie heard talk have of the opposite st- thing. Oh, tell me things that Jag would cut I've, Matt. Yeah, I've heard talk this week that like Matt is one hundred percent loyal to Jag, but he has been talking about like if it comes down to, I'm not taking Matt to final two. And I think a lot well, of it is because of the wedge that like has been put in there because of like what Felicia was saying and all of that. Well, I think no, that definitely, I, I, um... I certainly believe that. Like, I I believe that, but I think that's a less compelling argument because, like, what does Bowie Jane have to say against Jag? Like, he's won so many competitions at this point. I think her best shot is still against Matt. I'm not saying it's a strong shot, but it's better than what she has against Jag because. She does have some comp wins. She has been a part sure. of some conversations. And there obviously is some social thing because there certainly is something to be said for the fact that Bowie has never even been on the block, not even as a pawn, even with the comp wins that she's had. So like Matt hasn't either, I don't think, but that no, is Matt hasn't either, but Matt well. is clearly the stronger of right. that. So like that's 
kind of makes oh. it slightly less impressive, I think, in a way, you know, because you're an Olympian. No one really wants to step to you. Um, it sucks that Bowie has just been playing for third place, like everyone's been saying. Because, like, she had the chance yeah. to flip the game and turn herself into, like, a front runner to win. If she had won that double eviction HOH and said, I'm breaking up Matt and Jag. And now instead you have either Matt or Jag and then America, Felicia, and Sari. Like, think about how much more interesting the game would be. And like I, I would feel right. in that scenario, like anybody could win. Still, I, right. I'd be infinitely right. more interested in the remainder of the season if that had happened. But Bowie Jane is just totally content to ride the coattails of Jat. Uh, of Jat, I guess that's what people do call them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even even though I think I prefer Mag, but um, Jat Jat just seems so like Jat. I don't know. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> But sucks. um, sucks. But she's just totally cool with uh, being third place to Jag and Matt. So that's what she wants to do. Fine. But she'll end up winning the whole thing. Watch. <laughs> if Bowie Jane <laughs> <laughs> wins this whole thing, I would be really upset. Like that is. Well, yeah. I mean, if we want to talk about bitter juries, like could Bowie Jane win? I mean, if she makes the argument that she won two HOHs and she, you know, played the middle and was able to be part of all these alliances and work with all these people and she never sat on the block. Like if if we have a bitter jury, even if Jag and Matt have a better case to make to win, could Bowie with the right finale pitch end up winning over one of them in the face of a bitter we jury? We've seen some DRs where people have a very FU kind of exit. Like we've seen people flipping off the cameras and being like, I'm done with Jag, I'm done with Matt, I'm done with all of them. We've seen it with a couple of people now. So like it's not totally impossible. Right. It's not impossible. I just oh my gosh, what a disaster I think that would be. I think that's a disaster. Imagine the first Australian player comes on Big Brother US and wins the twenty-fifth season of Big Brother. <laughs> Could you imagine? And literally does nothing all season, and that's really the big move. Um, that's lame. Bowie Jane would have a lot more of my respect if she took the direction of, like, during the double, putting up, like, Jag and Matt. Yeah. That would have been so well, much Well, I think that's what literally thing. anybody else would have done. Right. And it's like, okay, I can kind of get behind this win, like, a little bit more. But, like, based on where it is sucks it really sucks and the other person that she evicted was cameron and she was literally the only person in the house at that time that shouldn't have gotten rid of cameron right yeah right <sighs> it was the one person that she knew she could trust because that whole red vote you know went awry that was the one All person that, on yeah. your side how do you backdoor that one person yeah <laughs> like do you realize that like it looks like Sari is going out. So our best hope of a shakeup to this season is if the toothless fairy herself, Miss Felicia, somehow pulls out the next HOH and veto and has all the control over who leaves. And somehow still she'll send out like Bowie Jane. Uh -huh. Right. I, I did not like listen, that is not where I want to place my eggs, right? Certainly not in Felicia's basket. But like I mean, that's your winner pick. I know, but you know that <laughs> winner pick was certainly based on 
a lot of <laughs> non-information. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. You know we pick based on that. <laughs> it's so unfair. Hey, listen. So unfair. <laughs> listen, I celebrated when my winner pick, who was the last member yeah. of my team, was knocked out. I, I literally celebrated. You <laughs> so, sure did. I know. I'm not you rooting sure for did. either so of my winner picks anymore. That's that's the kicker. Um, I mean, I listen, I like Felicia. I, I have no issue with her, but like, I just don't think she's done anything strong enough to warrant it. Jag, I'm just tired of him. Um, I'm tired of him. I'm tired of all his wins. I'm tired of the fact that no one's letting you go. But at the same What's so time, frustrating like, is like he doesn't the, deserve to win now, though, is the thing. Right. It's it's such a like don't hate the player, hate the game kind of situation because it's like it I is. can't hold all of this against Jag. I he know. is playing with the cards he was dealt and he's playing incredibly well. You know, he was set up in a position to win all these competitions and, and he, he won did. Them. Right. So yeah. unfortunately, like the problem is with production for making it a situation in which he was able to do that, you know? Right. Yeah. No, absolutely fair. Absolutely fair. Um, and I think that that's the other issue here too, is that like you you want to not root for him, but like what has he done that is not what was handed to him anyway? It's 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 not his fault. This is the way the game is working out, you know? He's, He's just, just playing the game. Just been winning. Um yeah, very, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, I will say that it does kind of put, you know, Team Orgino in a good spot, um, depending on how things go. Um, you've got Bowie and Matt left. Again, we, we said it. I think, I, think, I think John was the one who said it on Thursday, but I certainly did not believe that at this stage of the game, these would be my two remaining players. I thought Matt I could, certainly did not. I most think. certainly did not. Matt, yes. Bowie. The fact that Bowie Jane is one of the only two horses I have left in this race is quite interesting. Yeah, I am surprised. It's also worth noting that your two winner picks are out of here. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. um, these are just the extras. These are the people who, after we did several rounds of drafting, you're like, all right, well, I guess I'll take them. I will say that at least on Team Petty, I intended to have these two. Um, I, that's crazy is that your two remaining players are your two winner picks. Yeah, I will say like, you know, give me some shine because it's the only time I really get to live with this because my challenge draft team decimated, um, survivor decimated. Boom. We've lost one person. Right. But I'm not feeling good. There's a lot of, there's a lot of issues on my team. <laughs> it's not looking good for team petty in the challenge early night. I will say I'm uh... very concerned. Yeah, some of Berna's behavior is going to get us ousted. And I'm like, I'm looking at the list now, and I'm like, Meh. right? Yeah, I'm ha I have some problems on my team, so I really got to ride this one out because <laughs> 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 I got problems everywhere else. So, <laughs> yeah, I got problems. I do. Um, anything else for the benefit of the community? I feel like that kind of like wraps up where we are at this point. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I still need is a little. Oh my God. I know the comments were coming in. People are looking for Gina's little. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I, I have no faith. I would take <laughs> one single just like this. Lido. That's all I, that's all I need. <laughs> Stop staring at me. <laughs> it's your turn to say something now. What do you mean? Stop staring at you. <laughs> Well, you have you have another few moments because I'm going to tell everybody about the week coming up. Okay, okay. Um, Literally going to ruin my birthday. 
Here she is. Oh, shut birthday. up. Ooh, ooh. And she's telling you to shut up on the day of your birthday. On my birthday. Uh, right. So rude. It's so rude. Um, so what do we have coming up? Um, Wednesday, there's going to be another Consider Me Chuffed. I don't know what time, but that's, you know, your American take on BBUK. Um, I'm just talking to myself. So why don't you join me? So I'm not alone. <laughs> um, I go live on YouTube, but I'm not actually live. It's a pre-record. I don't want to embarrass myself. Um, so that's going on. That'll be coming out on Wednesday because, you know, we had that spooky yogi eviction that happened today. Um, the Halloween twist. Um, I haven't watched it yet. I don't know anything. I came home from work and I potted immediately. So um, I'm still in the dark. Can't wait to catch up tonight. Um, so that's happening on Wednesday. On Thursday, we have the Challenge 39. We're finally picking that sucker up. Um, episodes one and two. That'll be at 10.15. 15 minutes after Big Brother 25 ends. All right, so get a snack, have a piss, and come join us. Um, we'll be having a chat about that. And then we're doing Big Brother 25 at 11.15 as we talk about the um, fifth place person walking out the door. And we get our first jury segment, right? Didn't Julie oh, say that? Oh, we're getting our first look yeah. at the jury house and seeing how things have been going over there. So yeah, Thursday is going to be certainly a lot of fun. Um, to BB25 at 11.15. Um, what else can we announce? There are some other announcements. Um, Big Brother Australia is happening starting November 6th. Oh, yes. There yes. no oh, conversations for how we're covering that. Um, but it will be covered. Um, whether that becomes another Kyle Solo, other people join me, we don't know. And we'll have that chat later. But we <laughs> will be covering Big Brother Australia because I I'll will definitely be watching. So yeah. whether it's me, whether it's me and John, whether Gina decides, you know what? I'm going down under. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. We'll see what the schedule allows. I can't. Gina's not always down the Australian content. <laughs> I was on tour. <laughs> I, I know. I just. I can't. Uh, I can't I'm not kidding. watch Sonia. I have to watch. I have to tune in for Sonia Kruger. Love her. Yeah, we'll be watching. We'll definitely be watching. Um, we don't know when those will come out. Maybe those are pre-records. We don't know. We'll let you know. But um, how are you gonna find out? How are you gonna know? Follow us on the socials at StratChatPod. Um, we're also on the blue sky. We're coming back. I promise we're coming back. We're coming back. And if you're interested <laughs> in it, just DM us. We'll give you an invite, like an invite code. Like we got some stuff. You know, you can come join the party where the skies are clue and blue. Um, I love that clue and blue has become the tagline. <laughs> I know. My drunken era became the thing. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I like it. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add before we sign out of here? Gina's the only one that really should be adding anything else, but Ooh. she's oh my got God. I, leave she, me no, alone. She, she's got nothing. If she's gonna deprive me of my birthday Lidl, then yeah. Deprive. I, I guess we're done. I guess we're done. This is a documented birthday blunder. There'll be no, no forget this. Lidl from Lady Regina. I don't think it should be forgotten. This is something that goes down in strat chat lore. <laughs> <laughs> um all right but that's it you know thanks for hanging you know toss us a subscription share with your friends like you know come back and hang out you know we have a good time here um you know shout out to shout out to natasha thanks for hanging out tonight um love seeing a new name in the chat 
very, very fun. I'm assuming it's nah, even though you started with Tasha. Um, don't want to <laughs> assume what's going on with your name, but like that's what I think. Hope it's correct. Uh, <laughs> Not a name. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I mean, she said, I mean, her name says Tasha. I'm calling her Natasha. Like, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Um, come back on Thursday and correct me. Oh my 